Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lani Dickinson, a former Fortune 175 CEO who helps self-led and self-made seven and eight-figure founders to net more profit and gain true time freedom with a company that runs without them and allow them to make their impact, to build generational wealth, and to exit whether it's exiting from the day-to-day, getting that time and location freedom, or exit at the sale. Beautiful. Lani, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. You're welcome. Well, can you just expand a little bit more on you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So um, I currently am working with early a lot of, alert, a lot of early seven-figure or early multiple seven-figure people who really haven't installed what I call the elements of professional management. That is not a sexy marketing term, but they're still doing all the stuff in the business. They're still the core of it. So it's not sustainable because their energy and nervous system can't take it. Their wife or their significant other, whatever, is probably tired of them working all the time and they're tired of being, you know, all about the business. And so they need some time away and they might recognize that or not, but they know there's trouble in paradise Mm. or they truly know in a couple of years, they want to exit, truly exit the business for a higher multiple, either of those paths, whether they need to get, they want to keep the business and get out of the day to day and they need time and location freedom, but they need the, the cash flow from the business or whether they are really I'm three to five years from selling and I know I'm not going to get the multiple I want. I need to install these things. So that's where I'm really focused now. Um, But I also still work as a fractional CEO, kind of immersed in people's businesses. I do some consulting for equity types of things. And then I do um, annual retreats for people who really want to make the limiting belief, self-image, new identity to step into the new person that they want to be. So there's plenty of ways uh, that I'm helping people achieve this, but I'm super excited about the people who recognize they need an exit. Mm. So this, this exit, um, I'll always take this and look at it from a, it is a, it's a transformation. It's a transition that we're all kind of going through. And this is maybe one of the pivotal moments or it might feel like it at the time. So what do you find with your clients time and time again is something that they whether it's a something that they're, they're just not aware of, they don't know what mm-hmm. they don't know, or is it something they need to work through initially so that they can fully embrace the, the the real direction that they they want to go in? Yeah. 
So that's a great question. You hit it right on the head, right at the top of the show, right? Um, what I find time and time again is, and, and somebody has asked me, why do you say what they say they want? So they say they want X, Y, and Z. They want to get away with the family. They want to exit for a higher multiple. They want to do whatever. And they mm. say they would do anything to have it. And then guess what shows up? The old vi version of themselves, the old identity. Their identity is so grounded and tied to what they do, not who they are or who they are meant to become, you know, in that purpose-driven way. And so the task list is not hard. It's not the tasks that are hard, you know, hire a number two, create, a, you know, repeat monthly recurring revenue and optimize and get your KPIs, all that stuff that we all know we're supposed to do. Systemize, automate, do the books, yeah. have a, you know, all that stuff. None of it is rocket science, right? But when I say we've got to replace you, the founder has to be replaced if they're going to exit, right? They don't do the things that lead to being replaced. Okay. When I, I mean, say that moment, I want, I want to zoom in on that moment, that okay. moment there. I don't care whether you're a solopreneur just starting to build or a CEO trying your hardest, <laughs> trying but failing, maybe not trying so hard <laughs> enough to remove yourself. <laughs> what is it that you find is the hardest thing? What is so ingrained in them that maybe they don't even know that is the that is that barrier? I definitely believe it's they don't know who they are without the thing they do, right? Yeah. And we all started doing whatever we do based on something that's, it's never random, right? You know, I have a photographer client who told me yesterday she didn't have a baby book. She was in a large family. She was the first child. Usually it's the second and third child who says, I have no pictures. She was the first child mm. and she made the baby book for kid number two and kid number three. And then thought that it was random. She became a photographer. <laughs> it's not random, right? So we became the thing we do based mm. on some story, some experience, some whatever, some tradition. And then that's in our DNA. And we made this decision at a super young, you know, before everything was developed age. And so now we're going along and we've made a business out of it, but really it's a job for most people. So we've made a business out of it. And we haven't stopped to say, who am I without this? And that's a big reason, you know, founders will go into the sale process and say, make up all reasons for why they're not going to sell. This guy's not going to do the right thing. Oh, it needs to be more money. A hundred reasons. Well, the real reason is they don't have an identity and a self-image for what they're going to be after. They're not doing the stuff they're doing. It just comes up over mm -hmm. and over again. I think early on in the journey, people's limiting beliefs come up to stop them. That's about worth and those kinds of things. But later in the journey, when they do the work to do that, and then they cross that seven-figure mark or multi-seven-figure, it's not as much about limiting beliefs as it is my identity now and what I want it to be later. And it's an active mm -hmm. process to create that. Yeah. Let's let's just zoom in on that. In fact, let's hold on the identity right now. I want to go deep onto that because that is the fundamental first principle of Unforget Yourself. It's about our identity. We're always in between identities. And this is one of the pivotal things about us as business owners. But prior to that, you mentioned that they say what they want, but then 
Oh, and you went on a, a tangent of um, one element. I want to talk about the, you say what you want, huh? and then the universe will bring you. Here's a challenge. Yeah. Do you really want it? And I truly believe when we make a declaration that the universe will give us a, an opportunity and a challenge. Yeah. And we get to see both. And time and time again, we get we see that challenge like, ah, we're actually saying, I'm not sure I truly do want this. Right. It is a moment of choice. It's maybe a sliding doors moment. It's the left, the right. It's the choose your own adventure. Yeah. So let's move this into, because we can talk about clients and other people to a blue in the face. I think it's more relevant to talk about us and make this yeah. real for us. Yeah. What is it with where you brought your business to right now that is that you've hit that sort of sliding doors moment or you've made that declaration no here's what i truly want and then what what is the challenge what is the threat that you've seen or you've just been presented with how do we make this real right now yeah. So um, I have been on the journey. The, the reason you and I can talk about this so much is obviously we've done it for ourselves, right? Um, so about, well, a little over a year ago, I mm. was uh, selling one product, brand new entrepreneurs, and I was not happy. So I've been at the top of a corporation as the CEO for a long time. And I'm used to a team of MBAs, reporting to me, my eye twitch, they know what to do. And now I'm working with brand new newbie entrepreneurs. So it was a little rough on me, but it was hard on them uh, because I'm just like, do you want it? Yes or no. Right. <laughs> and I have this big NLP background. So I'm all for falling into the change journey and going with it. I'm all for all of that. But then once we do that, that masculine energy comes back and it's like mm -hmm. APIs results, you know, are you executing? So I woke up and I said, kill the ads. I grew that business completely through ads. Kill the ads. I can't do this anymore. I'm really unhappy. And at the time I was 51. I don't want a business that doesn't make me happy. I just left a 28 year, very successful corporate career because I wanted freedom. Now I have freedom and I don't like it. I need to stop and take the time to build the business that I want. I thought it would be 30 days. And so we're fast forward from May to, as this is, you know, we're now talking in September. I don't know when it will air, but it's, you know, a year and a half yeah. of deep exploration and talking to my soul and the journey with the soul and the inner child and getting coaches for the obstacles I found mm. and really having to say, what is it I really want? Just getting the clarity about what I want was hard. And, but the rest doesn't work until you have that clarity about, you know, what it is you want. And a little bit, some of it comes up with, well, is that even possible? You know, I made five trips to Manhattan beach because I think I want to live there. And so I, five trips, I sat in the, looked at the homes, sketched them, walked along the ocean, did all the things. And then I said, you know, I, I don't want to live right on the beach. There's way too many people in those people's backyards. So now do I want to be three rows back? You have to do the work to figure out what it is do you that you really deeply want. And then you have to figure out, do you think you're worth it? Those things will come up. There's one aspect there that you you have to let let you can there are ways of doing the work with this it is super important to do everything that you said and yet there's there is action and there's mindsets 
there's thinking there's doing there's exploring yeah. and then sometimes it's a case of you just gotta as we call it do the fucking thing there is yeah. something so beautiful about it. you're never gonna know is it on the beach run is it three rows back is it a bit further out it gets to a point where ah we we have to do this and make the mistakes we have to learn from the information experiential understanding you've yeah. taken a year in the place that we call recalibration to be able to hold space what are the controllers what are the beliefs who am i what do i want i just built this business and i'm not fucking happy yeah, what up I with that it. yes <laughs> and it's so i would i would guess there's a little bit of over over arching bit more going to the maybe you're going to try and escape that because now you have the threat you have the fears of i don't want that i don't yeah. want that we see time and time again entrepreneurs have been burnt out avoiding teams avoiding scaling because that equals burnout yeah break these energetic ties super important but we have to then go in and do the thing so how are you now as you come out of that how are you balancing this beautiful world of the recalibration with well you know what heads up i have no idea whether this is the right thing either but i'm gonna have to do it because there's no other way else i spend another year in recalibration how are you working through that right now well i think um this might your people who live on the complete masculine side this might not make any sense they might think i'm crazy but the people who live over on the feminine energy side they'll they'll get this and the people who live in both worlds which i feel like i i can navigate both worlds i definitely Mm -hmm. live a little bit more on the masculine side but I finally feel like it's right. So I've done the work. I've slept. I've journaled. I've taken the trips. I've visualized. I've tried it on. I've done the what if. I've done all this. I've hired several different coaches for it. I'd find a little piece that needed to be dug into. And Mm -hmm. the coach can't always coach themselves, especially in the the deep. I called it the valley of the shadow of death for the year because I felt like a complete failure. It was like, I was on top of the world as this big Fortune 175 CEO. I built this business where I replaced my corporate income. Anybody else's standards, because anybody else was saying it to me, right? Like, well, you're mm. crazy. What do you mean you think you failed? Like, you've arrived. You're a digital marketer and you're, you know, busting through seven figures and all this stuff. So I knew I was unhappy. And so I was trying things on. I was going to live events and saying, is this the crowd I want to hang out with? Uh, is is that the guru I want to spend time with? Is that the is this how I want to feel? Is this how I was just curious and open and exploring? Mm. And then something happened for me in April of this year. I went to an event where and it was two things happened for me that was like the download. And it was like, this is the thing, like, I'm, you know, I'm making the gesture of it, like sunk in. So a couple of things happened last July. I was asked to do a turnaround in an organization that was uh, losing 2 million a month. So I was not looking for work. I was not marketing, but somebody in my past reached out and said, I've got a dumpster fire that we're losing $2 million a month. I was going to file bankruptcy, but then I thought if anybody could turn it around, Lonnie can, let me call her. So I went to that place. I looked at their data. I assessed the operation. It took me about two weeks. I met all the people. 
And then I, I created a plan like on a back of a napkin, not a PowerPoint. So just here's what you could do. And by this point, you'll be at break even. And somewhere along the way, we need to do a market assessment and see what we can capture. But the organization is strong. We can rebuild something viable. Mm. Presented it to, it was a PE backed organization. So presented it to the CEO and um, the PE leadership. The CEO quit, said, I can't do it. So they, of course, said to me, can you implement the plan? So I did. So I was working as an interim fractional and then interim CEO. Two weeks after that, I started executing the plan. And, you know, in a turnaround, there's very hard things that need to be done. But I grew up in a for-profit company that you're going to hit your damn numbers come hell or high water. So that part is not hard for me. So I woke up. This is the first thing that happened. I woke up four weeks into this assessment, and now I'm going to help do the work. And I was sitting in the office and it dawned on me. People don't know how to CEO. This is a private equity backed organization that has leadership that doesn't know how to do all the things that will make the place profitable. Mm. And I, that, so that was just like that sunk in. And I started thinking about Instead of teaching people how to launch their business, is there a way to teach people who are already successful in business how to become the CEO of their business? Not just say they're the CEO, but do all the things a CEO does. I call it stepping into their CEO shoes because I wear Christian Louboutins with the red bottoms. <laughs> Those are CEO shoes, right? So that was the first thing that happened, but I was, I kind of put it on the back burner. I wasn't really sure. So it was just running around back there, like as the world of opportunities and could I work this in? But in April, I went to an event. I think I mentioned in our pre-talk, we I had been going to events for a year to figure things out. And like, do I like this? And um, they were teaching from the front of the room. They were teaching people how to buy businesses with zero money down, get seller financing, all these things. And then the buy box was, you know, people who've been at it for 10, 20, 30 years, they're ready to retire, but they don't have options because private equity equity doesn't want it until there's 10 million and they've built it to one to three to five. And so here's the, here's the nurse showed up. This is a seller who's burnt out or exhausted, or the wife is like, I'm done being married to the business. I'm going to the beach. You do whatever you want to do, or there's a health mm -hmm. challenge, or there's a cash flow problem. So they're not selling because they want, they're selling because they have to, and there's nobody in the family or whatever who wants to take it. The business is sending a million dollars of cash flow. So the new acquirer can use the cash flow from the business to make the payments to the seller who really has no options. Mm. And I thought to myself, that was when the download hit. It was like, wait a minute. If I can find these people, they won't be in the situation where they're financing the sale for the buyer and they're working in the business for three to five years. And they have really, you know, not as much as they could. So they could get more multiple out of their business and have a true exit and the freedom that goes along with that. So then I was like, yes, I need to teach people how to be the CEO of their business and remove themselves and do all the things that you do to be sustainable and sellable. So I now feel very aligned. And the thing that I feel that's different is I'm not questioning 
and journaling and wondering. I am excited and trying to think about all the ways I can reach these people and reach them faster. It's a very different feeling. Okay. In this, in this season of your new professional career, the journey that you've been on is huge. The awareness mm-hmm. that you've gained from multiple sources and most importantly from yourself. In this iteration, you know who you help. You found your people. It's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, that fundamental, I, I, that system is flawed. Here's yes. what is truly needed. Here's what can save people going through, well, shit, what you've been through. Yeah. Burnout, the stress. <laughs> exactly. the, I, yeah. I should be happy, but damn it, I'm not. So yeah. you, you said about the, the photographer. And yeah, there was that. Look at the, the amount of threats, burn, trauma with a, maybe with a small T that you've been through. Okay. Yeah. Now that's, I would say hands down, that is fueling what's going on here. So I'll yeah. always hold that as caveats. As you reach this place, you've entered this brand new season. What do you need? Where, forget your clients just for one yeah. moment, forget them. Cause it's not, a, it's no longer, it's never about them. Yeah. What is it with yourself that you're looking for that you, what is the next step? What do you need? What, what don't you know at this point that's going to help guide, fuel, manage yourself at this point? Yeah, um, that's a great question that I don't have a, uh, you know, it's not a question I wrote down and said, oh, they're probably going to ask this. Um, I know on the um, kind of the tactical execution side, it's like, okay, mm. I got to make my dream 25 list and I got to go get in front, like, you know, just like, how do you grow a business 101, right? Um, and get my first set of clients through and get the testament, like all that, you know, how do you grow a business mm. and the, get the podcast released and, you know, get the book released. It's written, you know, get it, get it released, all that stuff. My sales team is, you know, in the process, all that stuff on the, what does Lonnie need to be able to do that? Um, probably a sense of you know, just a knowing, and I feel this, but it's just what came up as I was kind of pondering it, a sense mm-hmm. of you can trust yourself. You've, you've done the work to create this new thing. You've got the right thing. You might have to pivot a little bit here and there, but you're not creating what you created before. It's okay. Where, you know, before I, I started the ads and I built the business and I wasn't thinking about it. I was running away from corporate 28 years to the last two years being in the COVID scene. It was, mm. it was tough. So I was running away. I feel like I'm running towards now. This is beautiful. I love the way you were not prepared for this answer, which, is, <laughs> which means this is new. This is in the moment. Yeah. There's something yeah, we're powerful. exploring it together for sure. There's something powerful about the right question at the right time, probably from the British accent. That always helps. Yeah. But yeah. No, that, the- that seals the deal right there. <laughs> but this, I, I journaled about this very thing last night. This, these three concepts, the three elements that make up how we blossom as CEOs, as business owners. Identity, tactics, and execution. Now, no matter where you go and what you do, 
we and don't forget yourself we've hit every single angle we've navigated through this in terms of okay what are the most important aspects of a business owner and everyone is screaming for hey 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 just tell me what to do i just need the new tactic the new strategy the new whatever it is just let me do it and then wonder why it continues to fail or not quite work you've been there you've seen this so of those three but just have the identity just have the mindset piece and it's like cool i am at one with myself i know exactly what i want but fuck what what do i do now the entirety that's the phrase that's what everything's all about that's how we built what we've built it about the entirety the woo the science the mark the katie the 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 spiritual the science these elements they're so important the mind the body the environment all these things have to come together one thing can't be missing you eloquently just described in your words it's the tactical and it's the execution tick 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 we've got that yeah it's the identity it always comes back down to the identity the one thing that is super invisible and therefore perceived as the least important aspect right but without it without that foundation your house is getting floated away in a river or yeah. as you said on your beachfront okay when that tide yeah. comes in it, off it goes all right yeah. so your identity to you personally it means knowing yeah trusting that this is new and this is okay and i am actually going towards something rather than away now you can feel that difference yep what element scares or excites you the most about this new place that you found yourself in so let's see okay what element scares me so the first thing that came up was no fear so that's interesting um but but we'll let it simmer there while we continue um and then what was the other part of that i phrase that what scares or excites you because hey you know this they are the same neurochemistry it is the same emotion it's just our perception of this yeah so what excites me the word love came up and i've just spent a ton of time figuring out what does love mean and so for me i know this because i've spent so much time in the last few few months um love for me is helping somebody transform showing up as people need so that might be they need you know the the herd held heal journey right i have resources for that within myself and obviously people to refer to but also helping the business owner become who they're meant to be in their life and in their, I like to say in your life, your loves, your legacy, and your leaving, you got to handle all four of those things. Right. Mm. And so I want the thing that excites me, that word love, I know what that means is really helping the person who says I'm ready for this exit or, and that exit could be for time and location freedom. I want people to live a life without regret because I have regret from how much I worked to do the corporate mm-hmm. thing because I have kids. So there's that. So become the love thing for me is help you and facilitate and provide the resources people need to be able to develop themselves in their business so that both of those things become all that it can be to provide everything to the life, the loves, the legacy, and the leaving. I mean, leaving earth. That's what I mean by that. Then what's love for me? That question, that answer, 
I want you to hold true with that. Okay. I want you to really think about that because you have just eloquently described for you. And this is going to be a ponderer. This is a thinker for you. Love equals external. Well, the you first went, one is themselves in that life, their life. No, no. You, you, but my point is them, external, yeah. your clients, those. So oh, I just yeah, want to hold yeah. space for. There's not really a challenge here, more of a, more of a pondering. Yeah. So your love comes from the external. Oh yeah, clients, that's no good yeah. for me. So to come back down to it, and I always try and reverse engineer this. Now yeah. you've been through, what do you call it? The valley of death. Yeah, okay. the valley of the shadow you've, of you've death. You've been through the CEO and the business that didn't quite fuel you. It has to come from within. You've yeah. done this. Now you're on the verge of love equals external. So I'm just going to yeah. hold that crumbs. We could talk about this for another hour. And we'll have a new episode on this. Oh, my gosh. Sure. We could actually dive into this again. This aspect with, you know this, no guilt. Yeah. No good, no bad. It's just information. That reverse engineering at this point, in this crucial point of where you are, if you can reverse engineer this right now, yeah. what difference could this make in your new iteration? as you now go forward yeah and the external there's something kind of beautiful in that yeah. how's this landing no that's good um it's no it's i'm glad you heard it and and caught it and said something it is something i am very aware of that my validation my whole life has come through achievement and you know i had yeah. the alcoholic dad i had the drug dealing mom so i had all the I have to be good girl. I have to be invisible and perfect and all those things. So I've worked through all those things. You know, I'm not saying they're resolved, but I, that's been a big part of my journey. Yeah. And so what has shown up in the, not so much just the last year, but the last three years, five years is been the, what does my self-care journey look like? How do I get joy? And how that's showing up for me now is really luxury. So I don't, I don't know how really how to, cause this wasn't on the script, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm finding the answer as we speak, but the thing that I'm doing for myself to, to show love to myself, one is I said, stop the ads, right? I don't want to do stuff. I don't want to do anymore. So I'm honoring the, what do I actually want to do? Even if it takes me a year to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. That that was big. That was the first time in my life where I felt because the corporate career was just do everything that needs to be done to get to the next level. It doesn't really matter what it is. Like just keep going, right? So I'm not that anymore. And the way I'm living now is more about I want to take a trip. I'm gonna get the luxury part. I am going to the ocean constantly. So the things I want in my life, not just for my business or for my achievement or for my ex- mm. success, those things are I'm doing those things now. I have, you know, the the bucket list of things that I want to do because it is important to, I don't want to recreate regret in my life. I know what it feels like. And I have the one regret that I worked too much before. Yeah. So I'm actively saying, here's a good example for the next three weeks I'm on the road. So I said to my husband, Hey, there's like a four day window there where I could fly home or you could fly somewhere and meet me off of our bucket list. So 
You want to meet me halfway somewhere? We wouldn't have been doing that stuff 10 years ago. We've been together 32 years, but you know, 10 years ago, it would have just been the produ- the production and I would have come home and slept all weekend and been back out on the road. Now it's like, what can I do that's fun in this four-day window that we have decided we want to do? And when I picked the one I wanted, <laughs> and that will be a luxurious thing. You know, I, I fly the first class and I get the cozy room and I get the oceanfront where I wouldn't have done that stuff early on. So, but in this in this moment, holding space for, and I'll just leave this with a question: Where is this familiar? To be able to see those, oh, listen to those whispers when they come in. Where yeah. is this feeling familiar? Where are those traits, those behaviors, these patterns, these desires or needs starting yeah. to creep in to hold space for those, yeah. rather than avoid? Just holding on to that. Is it helpful in this moment? to your new trajectory and is this familiar to hold those questions as truth all the time oh my gosh they are the best signposts in the world and they guide lovingly with with curiosity with empathy and with love that is the guiding force that you need look Lani, I, I want to leave that with you to, to ponder and everyone else listening because this has been a fantastic yeah. episode so thank you fun. so much for sharing this has been so much fun yeah it's great I'm glad that um, you had me on and I'm grateful for um, the, what's the word? Well, you said awesomeness. I'd say nudge. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you're, you're so, so welcome. And hey, look, Lani, if, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Um, they can go to maximizemyinfluence.com. There's a little, there's nothing for sale. It's just a portal about what creates um, an exit. There's obviously stuff there about me, but just kind of like the high level, what what are the elements that create an exit? What There's a due diligence mm-hmm. che- checklist that a buyer would look for. So people can look through the lens and say, am I building a sustainable, sellable business? Yeah. And if they were to do everything that's in that portal, uh, guess what? They would have time and location freedom now and then a higher multiple exit later. Love that. Well, everyone, please, if you're curious, like go and check that out. But Lani, again, thank you so much. Thanks for playing along. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.